Welcome back in. Week two, Stickles Pickles here. And you may be wondering why I look the way I do. Uh, I found the closest thing I could find to a safari hat. I am, your boy is searching for winners. We are sending out SOSs for winners. I am bringing my machete, cutting through the jungle of nonsense that is the college football landscape, hunting for winner. One in five last week, Bill. Yeah, it's tough. After after a after a two and four week on week zero, uh, you're looking at a you're looking at a beaten man. You're looking at a three and nine record for Big Stick Daddy. Yeah, it's it's, uh, you had a tough week. It looks like some people are searching for wins, while others just you know they seem to fall in your lap. And my losers were barely losers. So uh, you know, kind of the what did what was your record last week? I think I went. So I I do have a confession to make. Um, I gave out LSU in the uh, in in my picks, and I backstabbed myself and I took FSU it, it live. Oh, yeah, so took them so, live. Didn't even couldn't even believe yourself. Yeah, you can't, so I, I you can't no, follow, I, or, you can't follow a man who doesn't have conviction behind his own picks. It's it was something when when I when I saw the crowd when I saw what was going on. Something spoke to me heavy about FSU. I, I you know, and and I shoved my chips in the middle. Listen to my gut. Uh, I knew it was going to be a close game no matter what, but I, uh, I I did go FSU. But I will wear the loss in the in the win percentage category. So Damn I right. want some money, but I will uh, I'll take the loss. But I, I think I win. Um, so Louisville it's not did not about cover. your money. Will it's about the people. We're it's fair the enough. People depend the the pickle pals depend on us to give them winners or to follow our picks and fade us like they hopefully did to my picks. If it ever happens again, I will 100% guarantee I at least tweet it out. So that one's on me. Hand up. I wear that one on my chest. Um, I think I went. I think I went three and three. Got 500. Hey, hey. Yeah. We're on the next we're pushing. You know, yep. we're, we're on the next week. Three and you two, can, something you, like that. You, well, Fresno, uh, WKU. Yeah, both covered. Both covered. Um, LSU loss. Ohio State, Indiana, Indiana over. Went under. Not, so I went two and close. three. I went two and three. Yeah, and then I so, lost the the Cardinals didn't cover fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cards, that was a backstabber. I mean we'll 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 finish up talking about, but I mean, I got royally screwed. UTSA, three interceptions in a row, I think, by Frank Harris, uh, against Houston. Baffling. Clemson fumbled the ball twice inside the five yard line uh, against Duke. Um, freaking the the over in the North Carolina South Carolina game wasn't even close. Backdoored on by Louisville. Yeah, and I should, tough. I have, I have no business betting North Carolina. So I have I I'm I'm gonna start a running list here of teams that uh, I'm suspending. I have a suspension list for teams here of I, I'm giving them a two week suspension. We're starting for two weeks if the offenses are egregious enough i will extend the extensions long could be longer this is this is you know there's no written rules here but i've got three teams that i'm suspending gambling on for the next two weeks first one off the bat the clemson tigers what the hell was that on monday night that was one of the worst games of football i've ever, I was about I've say, ever seen. it was inexcusable they looked awful uh, from a every aspect of the game i i was very high on them i was i was sold on the defense coming in there that this is going to be you know 
the same defense, you know, again, Brent Venables isn't there anymore. He's at Oklahoma, but I was sold on this is a tradition, the the kind the caliber of player that Clemson has, the speed, the athleticism. I mean, Riley Leonard, who I don't like, he looks like I saw I saw him without his helmet on. He I mean, he looks like he's still 16. It just yes. made them look like a joke. Duke was a better team. And I mean, there's a play where he had he had two Clemson Tigers on him in the backfield and he shakes them off and runs for like a 60-yard touchdown. That was Clemson all night though. They couldn't they couldn't tackle for shit. Couldn't tackle. That's, it was, it you know, was unbelievable. You think a dabble led team like that would be better prepared? And I don't know. I think I think the magic is is slipping away here. I think we're I think we're seeing the beginning of the end here for the Clemson Tigers. Yeah, I agree. Uh, which I pains me to say. I love Clemson. Um, it's my second team. It's my wife's team. So, Gross. hey, you know what? Go down there for a game one time. You'll you'll understand. Um, <laughs> the next team on my uh, the next team that suspended Northwestern Wildcats. I you can't you can't be betting on this team. This garbage, hot garbage. That was one of the worst exhibitions of football I think I've ever seen on Sunday night. Just got back from church, feeling good about myself, um, and then I had to. And then I I I sit. I was I was sitting the whole game because I was cursing these these men trying these these young boys trying to play this game. Because uh, they cannot. They stink. Offense, yeah. defense, bad. It was uh, a game that started. It was one of those that's like, oh, they're, oh, yeah. oh, they're bad, bad. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. I took, yeah, I took Northwestern plus six and a half, and I was like, oh shit. The this is this well, got out of hand quick. <laughs> the rumors, were, the rumors that you heard are true. Northwestern's going to be bad at football this year. Um, yeah. the last one, I can't get, I can't get on the right side. I'm suspending the Hawaii uh, Rainbow Warriors. <laughs> They did me dirty week zero, and then looked like the team that I thought they would be in week zero in week one against Stanford. So I got to suspend them. I hate to do it. I hate to do. It. I hate. I. I. You know. I stand with Maui, but enough is enough. So those are it. my three teams on my on my suspended list. Two weeks. Can't touch them. Don't want to touch them really, but. We might be we we will we will reevaluate reassess in the next two weeks. Fair enough. See, uh, maybe some uh, new teams will join them. Most likely, most likely. I uh, want to plug the socials again, real quick. Follow us on Twitter at Sticks Picks CFB uh, at Twitter. Um, you can also just search Stickles Pickles on there too. Uh, it's for some reason I was trying to show some people this weekend. Had a little soiree on Saturday. Um, for the uh, kickoff of the season, week one, and uh, it was kind of kind of troubling to try to find that. So, yeah, um, just, uh, yeah. But the more followers we get, the easier it will be to pull up. So exactly. the algorithm likes followers. So follow us, favor, please do it. Retweet. We're very active during football games and all that. So comment. Do all the things that people tell you to do uh, for engagement for us. So that way we can grow this brand. Um, also, you know, if you want to send in questions, send in you know. Lem- your your lamentations is that a word um your anything you feel about the weekend about picks about bullshit that happens you can email us email us at sticklespicklescfb at gmail.com we'll uh we'll read the good emails on air here um also you can follow us on action network where stickles pickles cfb i post the picks on the action network just to kind of help us have a running record i have figured out that you can actually tag these picks so you can figure out which ones who's uh mine wills um which ones are hot pickle 
Bill hit the hot pickle last week with Fresno. Great, great pick. I rode you on the um, on my uh, college football betting pool that I do. Um, so, Love it. not you know, I know this doesn't mean anything. I didn't give out any of these picks on the show, but went one and five with my personal picks. Did a ten game pool where you pick against uh, ten games against the spread uh, for it's twenty dollars a sheet. And then it's winner take all. I went nine and one on the sheet. No big deal. I still lost. No? I still didn't get. It. I still didn't come in any money. I lost the tiebreaker because, of course, the last game on that sheet was South Carolina, North Carolina, and you have to give the total as your tiebreaker. So I bet the over went went sixty five. Not even close. Painful, painful way. It was just one last kick in the dick uh, by this college football weekend. You know you gotta show up when the lights are on. You can't be uh, you can't be winning games at your kitchen table when you're just uh, making a sheet. So let's go. Let's make sure the rubber hits the road here, huh? Well, we have some exciting games this week. We're on to week two. I'm not. I'm week one's behind us. We're on to week two. There you go. We got some exciting games. Left. A lot of football. Yeah, it's a long season. Long season. Six, yeah. Three and nine. I've I've been in worse places. All right. I've been. Well, it's really hard. Week zero, week one. You're you're betting on teams that you have no idea how they're gonna be. You're, True. You're, you're still betting on like you know who stayed and who you know who left last year and stuff like that. You have no idea what these teams are going to look like. So, and week two is a typically a big overreaction time. Um, you know, this is kind of where you can get some value on some teams that you know might be a little a little undervalued because they're going you're going up against a team with a big against a uh, you know coming off a big win, <clears throat> Colorado. Um, but you might be able to get some get some value on. Uh, on the opposition of those teams coming off that big win, riding that high, maybe a little too high, sneak in, get in. I see what you're trying to do up. here. Well, um, you want to go ahead and start off with your first pick? Uh, three, two, one. First game on my on my list here, I'm going to uh, Friday night. We're going to Lawrence, Kansas, taking the over in the Kansas and Illinois game. Jalen Daniels is back for the Kansas Jayhawks, their uh, starting quarterback last year was an electric factory. And, you know, they didn't have him last week against Southern Illinois, or was it Missouri State, whatever the hell they're they're, they're playing, some FCS school. Started off a little slow. Didn't matter. matter. They scored a lot of points. They scored a lot of points last year. So getting him back I think is going to be big. I I told you guys in the preview episode, Illinois I think is is not going to be as good as they were last year. Um, they all, they should have lost to Toledo um, in their opening game. Gave up, I think, 28 points to the to the Toledo Rockets. Um, mm-hmm. So the defense is not going to be as I don't think it's going to be as good as it was last year. So Kansas should score, and Kansas' defense is really bad. Then they can't stop the run. So that's what a Brett Bielema led Illinois team wants to do. They did they did run the ball pretty well against Toledo uh, last week. So I look for that to continue against. A Kansas team that, like I said, can't, if you remember the bowl game last year, Arkansas ran all over them. Um, it was a high-scoring game. So I think Kansas is going to be able to score. I think there's going to be a little bit of growing pains with Jalen Daniels coming back, but I ultimately think Kansas will be able to put points up on the board, and I think Illinois is going to have a good chance of putting points on the board. I'm a little scared of the spread. It's really small, three-point spread. Um, but I think there's going to be enough points going around that we can hit this number. That's, that total is 56 and a half. So, okay. not too, too bad. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, 
But unfortunately, or fortunately enough, there is a game before the Friday games. It's on Thursday. And we're going Louisville-Murray State over 54. That's on so, Thursday? Yeah. Come on, bub. Mm, um, are you sure? Yeah, you're right. It is Thursday. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, brother. What? Look at you doing your homework. <laughs> so Thursday night read. game, this is going to be lost in, uh, lost in the shuffle of the NFL. Probably nobody's going to be watching this game because it's Louisville and Murray State. So, um, But I think there's value here. So Louisville, I, the first half of that game, if you watched, they were a completely different team in the second half. They came out and dominated Georgia Tech. I think they carried that momentum into this game against Murray State, an FCS school who, in football at least, um, you know, actually put up big numbers their first game too. So um, Louisville should dominate at the line here. They're going to be bigger, stronger, faster, both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Um, I think on the offense, it's going to at least help them uh, get the run game going pretty good. They're going to get big chunks of yards, five to eight yard runs whenever they want, essentially. That's going to open up their throwing game. So uh, Jamari Thomas, uh, he had a big game last week. He had almost 100 yards with a touchdown for Louisville. I think he does the same exact thing here, uh, if not a couple touchdowns. Uh, Murray State shouldn't necessarily be able to hold these guys on the uh, on the defensive side. So, um, but where I think there's some value here is that Murray State runs two quarterbacks, and they they had six different running backs uh, that got almost you know a handful of snaps last game. So they're rotating guys in and out all the time. Um, so I think they're actually going to help them out here because they're going to be able to be fresh, uh, be able to kind of get off the ball, get quick uh, when they need to. Um, and the line's forty and a half for Louisville. So uh, the over the, the over under is fifty four. So with the line being at forty and a half, that's saying that Murray State just needs to score two touchdowns. I think they do that. I think Louisville still comes out hot. I think Louisville puts up close to forty themselves total. Um, so I, I think it it could get close there towards the end, but I think the the over is going to hit at fifty four. Jack Plummer's accuracy doesn't scare you at all from this. Uh, he looked really really bad in the first half. He uh, looked really bad. Didn't he got a little better in the second, um, but. You know, like I said, they figured out something in that second half that came out, and they should have covered that game. I mean, they they had to get two yards with like three minutes ago. They did two yards, and then they they cover. So, um, you know, whatever. They were a different team in the second half. I think they ride that momentum. I think Brown figured something out. Um, so I, I do think they get the over. I think Murray State scores a couple times. I think that's all they need to do. They're not going to win this game by any stretch of the imagination. But um, you know, I, I think they I think they're at least be able to put up some points on the board. Agreed. It should be should be an easy win there um, in terms of uh, competition wise for the the old Cardinals, but uh, I don't know, man. I can't I can't get behind I, I, that. I I I I said it. I I can't trust a Jack Plummer led football team, and uh, I should have stuck to my guns there. But you know, it is what it is. I'm moving on to uh, a noon kickoff game here, and uh, again, uh, talking about trying to get on a trying to get on the side of a team that's play, playing against a team with a lot of momentum, and hopefully trying to catch them, you know, underprepared. And uh, that's what I'm doing here. I'm taking the North Carolina State Wolfpack plus seven oh. and a half against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Uh, Notre Dame really hasn't been tested yet this year. You know, they took on Navy and Ireland. Um, which we were both on the wrong side of there in week zero, and yep. then they uh, they beat they beat down Tennessee State, but they they struggled early in that game. That game wasn't that they kind of um, they you know Tennessee State made some made some uh, mistakes there, and 
and then Irish capitalized and they kind of got rolling and then it turned out to be a pretty, you know, a cakewalk from there. But uh, I think it even, they may even cover the spread. I think they had like a 40 point spread or something against them and they, and they ended up covering it, but I don't remember. I didn't, didn't bet it, but um, NC state coming off a hard fought uh, win against UConn. That was probably UConn's. That was, that was UConn's Super Bowl uh, yeah. to start the year and, you know, handle that. Uh, Brennan Armstrong, their quarterback was the transfer from Virginia. Um, looked serviceable. Looked like he was he was getting back to the quarterback from two years ago that like was putting up video game numbers. I think there was only like the kind of numbers he was putting up. There's only like him and Lamar were were doing. It was crazy. It was like Brennan yeah. Armstrong is really putting up these kinds of numbers. Um, I think he had. I think he only had like 190 yards passing, but he had almost 100 yards rushing. He had two rushing touchdowns against you guys. It's UConn, and I know where they're playing. Um, Notre Dame, but this is Notre Dame's first true road road game. NC State, at least the last couple of years, has been a tough place to play. So I think the crowd will be there, and I think they can, you know, if you're getting this number, you know, uh, outside of a touchdown, I think it could be, I think they could keep it close. So I'm taking yeah. the Wolfpack. I'm, I'm riding the Brennan Armstrong train there. I don't mind that. I actually have that game, uh, not the spread, but uh, an over-under total for one of my my pickle chips. So, yeah, I was looking at that game earlier. Right on, right on. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. My pick number two is Colorado minus two and a half against Nebraska. So I, I think almost everybody in the country is betting on this game. I think it's the most bet college football game, and I don't know if it's in history, but I think it has more money on it than every week one NFL game combined right now. Um <laughs> So I, I saw a stat like that earlier. Prime um, time, baby. So, Prime. Yeah. He, I mean, that, that TCU game was huge. I, I gave a little tidbit about it last week that I really liked them, plus 20 and a half. Um, I lied bet them when they scored their first touchdown. I, I threw some money on them, to, the money line for them. Uh, it was a great game. Those boys are legit. Uh, Travis Hunter's a dog. Shador, dog. So, you know, Colorado's fun to watch. I, I'm backing them here. And Nebraska looked flat out awful. I mean, they had so many miscues. Uh, they should have won that game pretty handily, I would say. Yeah, Not handily. Yeah. They should have at least won by, you know, four points or more. Um, so, yeah, so Jeff Sims, I mean, he, he looked just bad throwing the ball. He had some terrible miscues. Um, he had, what, two or three interceptions in a row? Um it was like it was like it, two like yeah. I think like, through two not, interceptions not, and back to back possessions. Yeah, it, it it just didn't really make sense. It was uh, he had flashes. Yeah. He had some plays that were pretty crazy, and then he had some passes that were just like, what are we doing? Like you know, so really frustrating to watch. Um, Colorado is going to be a, a better defensive team than Minnesota is, so I, I think he's going to have even. And he has Travis Hunter on the other you side think, of the ball. You really, you really think Colorado is going to be a better defensive team than? I think so. Yeah, Minnesota because I. Because what, what's what's well may, maybe not overall maybe not maybe not in the rankings but what's going to happen is I think Colorado's going to be able to push the the uh, lead up you know they're going to get up seven fourteen and it's going to force Nebraska to throw the ball Jeff Sims is not, not built for throwing forty times a game and well, that's where I, picked do you think well do you think that Colorado can stop their running game that's kind because that's you know that if, if they have success on the ground then that's where this game can get dicey well that's I, if they can keep it close I think it all comes with them keeping it close. If if Nebraska or if Colorado gets out to any sort of lead, and especially a substantial lead, if they get up fourteen early, Nebraska's going to start throwing the ball. They're fucked. Jeff Sims can't can't stay in a game like that. So I'm counting I'm counting on Colorado getting up early. I mean Shador's the real deal. I mean he's going to be able to throw all, all over. Um, you know I, I don't uh, they Nebraska's defense looked pretty good. Um, I don't but Colorado's a different offense, animal. Yeah, I don't think Minnesota's I mean, offense was that good either. Though. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so there's nothing to write home about. So I, I think Travis Hunter's going to have another big game on both sides of the ball. I think he's guaranteed at least one pick. Um, so, you know, like my notes show, you know, Nebraska has a good D, uh, mostly good on the run defense, but Colorado doesn't really run the ball either. I think their, their lead running back had 13 carries last week. So they're, yeah. they're chucking the ball. So, they you do. know, their air rate, air rate offense, um, Shador had over 50 passing attempts. Um, you know, he's, he's going to do the same thing. Uh, you know, I, I expect him to have over three touchdowns. And like I said, if Colorado gets out early, if they get a stop or get a pick or something like that early in the game and they are able to turn that to a touchdown, I, I think they run up the score quick and then that's going to force Nebraska to throw, which Jeff Sims isn't built for that. He can get on the, he can get after it on the ground too, which is a nice plus for him. I mean, if he, you know, he could break out a few, you know, chunk runs. Um, but no, I, I think Colorado minus two and a half here is, is, uh, a no-brainer, honestly. And I think this game opened up at August 10th at like Nebraska minus seven and a half. So yeah. it's flipped that much. So the whole country is uh, riding Colorado minus that two and a half. I'm with them. All right. All right. That was one game I was looking at. Uh, and I just think that that after what Colorado showed last week, I feel like that line would be bigger in Colorado's favor. I feel like it would have flipped all the way to them being a touchdown favorite if um if Vegas was if if Vegas thought that they were going to win the game. So yeah. that line scared me again. It's it's the biggest it's their biggest win in the last at least the last couple years. Um for sure. Maybe uh, the last five years. Yeah. I mean it took them all the way. I mean they're ranked twenty second now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what the books are what the books are telling are, are is telling everybody is that Colorado's going to have a huge back step and Nebraska is going to take a step forward. They're pretty much they're pretty much saying each team's going to flip flop this week. Yeah. I I just don't I don't see and it's and it's Colorado's first home game. They're, it's going to be yeah. sold out. It's going it, to be rocking. It's going to be rowdy in there. Nebraska's coming off a game they should have won. Yeah, they might be fired up for that, but I I think you know if they get hit in the mouth once or twice, it's going to they're, they're going to fold again. Nebraska's not a strong team. They, you know, listen to Will Compton all you want, but <laughs> they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to be great. Um, I, I, yeah, I, if I had to, they're going to be on the sheet this week. So I, I'm definitely going to have to pick the game. I don't know if I can pull the trigger on Nebraska after what I saw. Um, if, or but. if you want to even take the, the, you know, <clears throat> the juice here, I don't know what the uh, money line is. I'm assuming it's somewhere around, you know, Minus 150 to minus 200. Throw them in another parlay where, you know, you take that money line and maybe a, another team that's even higher. Yeah. And, and you know, you'd get plus money on that. So that's another strategy if you want to do it that way. For sure, for sure. Like it, love it. Um, the My next game, uh, I am going to a rivalry game. I like, the, I like it when we do, when there's rivalry games early in the year. This is a big one in the state of Iowa. Uh, I'm taking the Iowa Hawkeyes minus four against the Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, Iowa's owned this rivalry here recently. Uh, I believe they are um, they're five and two against. Or, sorry, they are six and one straight up in the last seven games against Iowa State. They are uh, on the road. They've been a good. They've been. They've covered pretty well as well. Five and one against the spread. Iowa has been in their last six games on the road. Um, and let's see here. Yeah, I thought they had. The, I thought they had the spread on there. I guess they don't. But um, so they've they've really kind of control you know, six and one. And like I said, straight up in their last. You know, so you could take a money line if you want. I think they covered the number. It's going to be low scoring. 
I mean, I think the over-under is only like 36 and a half. Um, They bring in Cade McNamara, the transfer transfer quarterback from Michigan, to run the Iowa offense. And I – I think he's good. I think he's serviceable enough to be able to get them get get the offense where they need to be. The, the defense is gonna is rock solid. I'm not very high on Iowa State. I think that they are gonna be in the bottom of the Big Twelve this year. The game's at Iowa State, but again, they they haven't really it hasn't really mattered when I was when I was played them. So um, I just think that Iowa can control the game. Yeah. And you know, make it tough on the Cyclones. Pretty simple. Fair enough. I don't mind. I looked at the game too. Uh, yeah, low scoring affair, like every Iowa game is. Um, you're pretty much counting on Iowa to put up like 20 points, 21 points, and then you know Iowa State to be or somewhere around that what 10 to 14 range. So, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think that's that's you know, I think it's very doable for sure. Uh, my pick three is another kind of anomaly game that I don't understand the spread, but. I'll take it. Is the uh, is Utah versus Baylor? I'm taking Utah minus seven and a half. So Baylor flat out stinks. I mean, they lost to Texas State. They were what? They were 27 point favorites. And they lost by 11 at home. Uh, they lose their starting quarterback this week. Um, who their what? Their backup quarterback? I think has thrown 20 total passes and he has two interceptions. So who's their, you know, who's, their who's Baylor's starting quarterback? It was you know? Blake uh, Blake Sharpen. Sh- yeah, Shapen? yeah. Shapen uh, he's Sharpen. out. Yeah, backup quarterback. I have no idea. I just looked at his stats real quick, but he had yeah, he has twenty total passes in the NCAA. He's thrown two interceptions. Um, Utah's defense is is stout. You know, I, I think they're definitely going to turn the ball over here again. Um, they held Florida to eleven points. They only gave up thirteen total rushing yards last week. They got five sacks against Florida. Um, they should be able to dominate Bailey defensively. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bailey doesn't even score a touchdown. Um, Cam Rising is flirting with coming back again. Even if he doesn't, though, uh, uh, Bryson Bryson Barnes put up a you know solid numbers, decent numbers last week. I, I think they'll be able to run up and down the field against Baylor, um, and they should be able. To, if, if Cam Rising's back, then it's it's wraps. So if you it looks like if you listen, he looks like he's on track to play too. Yeah, they haven't officially announced it, but if they do announce it, I expect the spread to go to like ten to thirteen. So perks of listening to the pod early is get this at, while it's at minus seven and a half. So. Um, Utah's going to dominate Baylor. I I I don't understand how this spread is seven and a half. I know that's and that's what scares me. I looked at this too. Um, you know they got embarrassed in week one against Texas State. They were you know that m- memes all over the place. The you know if you had, if you had parlayed what was it Texas State, Colorado, and um, I don't know there's another team that had a big upset that I'm blanking on. Um, it was like you would, if you would have put a hundred dollars down on that on that parlay for the money line, you would have won like sixty six thousand um, dollars. And so you know everyone, every, they they were uh, one of the laughing stocks, probably the the biggest laughing stock. Uh, oh, I I know the, the other one was freaking um, Wyoming uh, beating Texas oh, Tech, yeah. which was uh, fucking crazy. G- g- well, and kills my season win total over I think already in week one. So. Um, so yeah, if you put if you put a uh, a money line parlay together on those three teams, you would have been rich. Um, so I, I think that is part of it. it, it again, it's, the game's still at home. Um, I might you might have been in a little bit of a look ahead spot. Texas State, I they're part of they're part of my next pick. So I'm not going to go too much into them. 
losing their starting quarterback hurts big time for Baylor. I think that's and that it wasn't that had, great though, anyways. Well, true, but again, like you said, the other the other quarterback has like zero experience, and we've seen yeah, you know. A lot of times, a quarterback coming into a game like that, especially against a good team like Utah, which has a really good defense, like good luck. I might be riding with you on that. I, I, they're going to be on the sheet as well, so I'm, I'm probably going to be picking the the Utes there too, especially if Cam Rising has a chance to play. But they may not even need Cam Rising. Um, yeah, it, this it's game. It, it, you know they it can be. Uh, it's not going to be a bounce back spot for them against Utah. Here. If there's any other team, maybe, but. Utah really, to me at least, came out and proved that they, you know, they're the real deal against Florida. Grant Grant Mertz did. He is not. Uh, he bless his heart, but he's not the man. Um, so you know, they they dominated Florida. They're going to dominate Baylor. Right? They're not. It, it, it's right, whether the spread's scary or not. Well, you know, it should be higher, or you know, it's a fair spread. I don't know, but yeah, Utah all day. Roger, Roger. Um, so I'm going to go to my next pick and, um, uh, a team that I bet on last week that really did me wrong. I think bounces back, but I am not taking the spread here. I'm going to the UTSA Texas state. So Texas state, we just talked about, I'm taking the under in this game. The, the total is very high. 65 and a half, uh, is the total there. And, you know, I, Texas state scored 41 points against Baylor. If you dig into the numbers a little bit, Baylor's defense, like you said, Baylor's defense is bad, and they're really bad against the pass. Um, I think they like like rank 99th against the pass, or or in terms yes. of like yardage given up, some some patching metric. They're they're bad, they're bad, and you saw. I mean, Texas Texas State threw all over them, and it was T.J. Finley that was throwing that was throwing all over them, who was Auburn's quarterback last year. If you can't mm-hmm. recall who T.J. Finley is, there's a good reason because he sucked. So <laughs> like he wasn't doing anything noteworthy for you to know who he was. Um, UTSA, tough loss to Houston, but they really they really hurt themselves. Houston's defense, I thought, did show up pretty well um, in that game, but the three the three picks by Frank Harris was really the the game there. Um, I think UTSA and, and they they ran the ball pretty well. I think they ran for over five yards of carry against Houston. Um, Frank Harris got the dual dual threat, um, you know option there for him and uh i just think that texas you know texas state's defense isn't great they're 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 not gonna be able to slow down i think this utsa attack i think frank harris bounces back um i don't know the i think the spread is uh 14 so i'm not i'm not too keen on going against the spread there but uh i think texas state doesn't have as much success against a really good uh, I think it's the good defense in UTSA who I think can limit the passing attack. I think P.J. Finley reverts back to a little bit more of the T.J. Finley that um, we saw last year. Texas yeah. State does run a really fast offense, which does kind of concern me. If they do get rolling, they can they can get up and down the field pretty quickly. I think they run a play like every 20 seconds. So That's moving. That can, that can usually be a rest. But I think, you know, if, if UTSA has success on the ground um, and, you know, can stop that Texas State attack. I just think that we we see Texas State come back down to earth a little bit here, uh, and UTSA kind of um, right the ship a little bit. And shoot, I mean, if, if Frank Harris decides to throw a couple more t- couple more picks, then we may be all right to you know limit that scoring. So 
it opened, I think, at 62 and a half, and now it's ballooned. Actually, it opened at 61 and a half, and it's ballooned mm-hmm. all the way up. You can get it at 66 on some books. So, wow. you know, there's a lot of people betting the over, and a lot of the money is on the under. So, you know, there means a lot of sharps. The big money, the, the respected money is uh, – is riding the under there. So I think we just, it, it, I think, I think it's going to be high scoring, but I just think that that number might be a little too high. Fair enough. All right. Good pick. Good pick. Um, my fourth pick, we are going to the Virginia tech versus Purdue. Uh, and I am taking Virginia tech money line minus one thirty-eight. So, um, decent amount of juice there, but you know, I, I think it's worth it. This could be one that you parlay with the Colorado money line if you want to do that. Um, but Purdue's defense looked bad last week. Uh, gave up almost 500 yards. Um, they were, I think they gave up um, 11. They were 11 for 17 on third downs. So they're, you know, Fresno State was scoring, you know, going in there and getting third down chances all the time and, and converting. So didn't help. Um, I don't think it gets much better this week against Virginia Tech at home. Um, Virginia Tech's O-line is pretty deep. Uh, I, I think they'll should be able to run all over Purdue. Uh, I wasn't that impressed with Purdue's defensive line last week. Um, it, you know, it, it, it didn't look strong on the defensive side. Yeah, they put up some numbers. Uh, I don't see that continuing this week either against Virginia Tech at home. So uh, Grant Wells should be able to tear up a quarterback for, for Virginia Tech, should be able to tear up Purdue. He had, I don't know, I think about 250 yards, three touchdowns last week. Granted, it was against Old Dominion. So yeah. we'll see. Um, but I, I think I think they're gonna be good enough and do you know do enough here to to beat Purdue at home. Going to Lane Stadium is gonna be tough. I don't think Purdue bounces back here. You know, I think Virginia Tech keeps it rolling. <clears throat> I looked at this game. I I I was also thinking Virginia Tech. Um, they'll probably be the. I don't know, man. This this just feels like a game that last year that Purdue found a way to win. Now it's a different coaching staff. It's a different team. Yeah. Um, what I what was what Fresno State did well against them this past week was exec, execute in on third down um, exactly and and had and their quarterback threw on time and on target that I don't know who their little slot wide receiver was um, but he was a he he was money they just had that connection yeah I don't trust Grant Wells for Virginia Tech um, at least not yet last year he was bad. Um, I know they've got some some strengths along the offensive line, like you said. I just don't know if they have a playmaker at wide receiver like like Fresno State did that can consistently get open and Grant Wells can consistently hit them. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at their numbers from last week. None of their, I mean, they they do like to run the ball a decent amount. Yeah, none of their none of, none of their wide receiver numbers will will jump out to you except for uh, Ali Jennings had two touchdowns on five receptions. Yeah, that's pretty good, but they're they're short routes essentially. Um, so, I, I I just I'm not I'm not gonna back or I'm not gonna back Purdue at Virginia Tech after you know that's, I I, I that's can't fair. do it especially and especially after what Purdue gave up on defense. Yeah, um, to a, a Fresno State team that yeah they're ranked last year, but it's almost a completely different Fresno State team. So, yeah, it's a game. I'll, it's a game that's gonna be on the sheet that I'll I'll be playing, but. I yeah I wouldn't be putting any money on it because I just this is like I Purdue's a team I could never get right I'm I'm always on the wrong side of Purdue except for last week thanks to you my my dude um, let's follow again they're not Purdue is not going to be good this year and I agree 
it's a completely I'd different team than it. last year. You, you're because you're basing everything off of Brom and and all his mentality. It's a completely different coaching staff, almost completely different team. You know, they're not I mean, they're not going to be great. Can't trust my own picks right now, but not this week. <laughs> not this week. All right, I like it. Sandman, baby. Cool. Um, yep. I guess I my I have I have two more. Um, are you done? You're done with your. Picks? Uh, I'm done with my picks. I got some. I got some pickle chips, which we'll introduce here a little bit, and then I got All my right. uh, hot pickle. Okay. So go ahead well, and I'll go get, through I'll the last my, two. I, I have. I have one more in my hot pickle. So uh, my last one, which is kind of a spicy one, anyways. Uh, okay. Late night game. I'm, I I can't believe I'm doing this myself again because I I'm a I'm a father of two, and staying up for these late late ass games uh, kills me. But this one, like I said, a little spicy. I'm taking Stanford plus 29 and a half against USC. I don't oh. think USC should be favored by close to 30 to really anybody right now, at least a power five team. Um, I know they just beat Nevada, beat them down bad, but Nevada I think is going to be one of the worst Mountain West teams this year. And I kind of like what I saw from Stanford against Hawaii. Um, I, I think that you know the, they, the coach they brought in, is you had a really good success at Sacramento State. I kind of shit on them in my previews, um, but their quarterback is is athletic. I think can make some plays, and that USC defense isn't doesn't doesn't strike fear in me at all. So, you know, we saw and and the Stanford quarterback is athletic. We saw San Jose State be able to keep it within the number with an athletic quarterback that can make plays and and uh, you know make completions. So it's scary, but. It's a big number. So even if they, you know, and if they can just, you know, I can see this being a backdoor thing where they're up 35, they're up 30 points, 30, 33 points, 35 points or something like that. And then Stanford gets a late touchdown at the end of the game when all the stars are out for USC and we're, we're winners, baby. So there you go. Um, I don't mind it. Yeah. I'm just think, think that's just a little too high. I don't, I don't trust that USC defense yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, do you want to do? Do you want to do uh, pickle chips, or do you want to do hot? Yeah. Pickle? So let's introduce what pickle chips are. Yeah. So pickle chips are just um, games that I, you know, I they're games I like, games you like, uh, but we're not going to go into the quick, you know, the the deep analysis on. It. Hey, this is where we're leaning. So kind of take these for for what it's worth. Um, games I've looked at, games I've done a little bit of research on, but you know, we're not going to do the whole five, 10 minute discussion on each of them. So we're not, we're not giving these out as official plays. They're not going to go on the action network uh, account They're They're not going to go towards our record. These are just, yeah. Leans is what you could say. Um, some games that we like that we, you know, but may we thought about taking, but you know, just something that we may end up playing ourselves, but we're not actually yeah. officially giving out. So go ahead. We'll wear some pickle chips. Yeah. So here's my lineup. Um, I got UMass plus six and a half, UTEP minus one and a half, Texas A&M and Miami over 51 and a half, Notre Dame, NC State under 53 and a half, and then Jacksonville State plus 13 and a half. Yeah. I looked at some of those. I have a, I have a few. Um, I like UTEP. UTEP minus one and a half is a pickle chip I would I would play. Uh, Houston minus nine and a half. Um, Troy plus sixteen and a half at Kansas State. Uh, Oklahoma State minus I think it's down to three at at Arizona State uh, is my pickle chips. Nice, love it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go with your hot pickle or me? 
Um, you can go with your hot pickle. Let me, I'm going to pull up my stuff real quick and then yep. go ahead and go. So my hot pickle is Washington State money line against Wisconsin. Call me crazy, but we're, we're going for it. Um, is, so right now, that is a hot pickle. That, that's a spice. That's like the first, like, that's the spiciest pickle I, I've given out. So, um, so the really reason is uh, this was a close game last year. Granted, it's a almost completely different Wisconsin team, at least mentality wise. They're they're all of a sudden like an air raid offense uh, with a new quarterback they got, who's a stud. Um, but Wisconsin, uh, Washington State can reward their quarterback threw for, for almost 500 yards last week. Uh, I think he had three touchdowns. Um, so if you don't like the money line here. I'd take the over. Um, Washington State's defense is, is uh, well, not defense, just their secondary, really. Uh, gave up almost 300 yards in the air. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I, I think it's going to be a, a big game for Washington State. First game at home for them. Um, you know, so I, I think they come out, yeah, I think they come out swinging. I, I think Cameron Ward has another big game. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to be battle. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but I think I think there's some value there for, uh, for the money line, so. I'm trying to look up the I had it earlier, but I forget what it was. Yeah, that um that line's a little fishy to me. I feel like six and a half. Yeah, I feel like Wisconsin yeah. would be uh, uh a little bit of a heavier favorite there. Um you know, looking at what that game's late, right? Seven thirty. Seven okay, yeah, so it was that's four thirty Washington time. So yeah. it looks like that Afternoon spread's game. coming. Yeah, afternoon game. Looks like that spread's coming down a little bit too. It's down to six on some books there. Is um, it? Yeah. So I mean, I think that's that's a good sign for. Um, Can for you see Washington what you're My my uh, sports book's not pulling up for some reason. Um, money line would be. Let's see here. Oh, I did want to make a quick note. I was looking at Heisman totals. You were talking about, I wanted to bring it up about Colorado. You can get Travis Hunter at plus 5,000 still to win the Heisman. And then yeah. Shadur is at plus 6,000. They're, um, they're, they're number one and two on most money bet on for uh, yeah, Heisman. I right mean, now. that makes makes total sense. Uh, I'll look up the line here for you real quick. I um, need to get getting to, to my... it. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Down okay, it's plus, it's plus 202, so not... Not huge, but uh, I think there's some value there. Like I said, the line's trending towards Washington State, anyways. Um, so there's some sort of money, there's, or you know, either a lot of bets or a big chunk of money going on in Washington State. So um, I think I'll be live for the most part. I think I'll be, you know, somewhat close. Um, so yeah, I, I like Washington State here. All right, all right, all right. Um, my my hot pickle isn't as isn't as spicy, but I do really like it. I it was it's a a game that I'm I'm pretty high on. I probably would have bet, you know, anyways. Um I'm taking UConn money line against Georgia State. Um you can get them at plus one twenty six. Right now they're only they're it's a they're a small dog. They're plus two and a half, plus three at some sites. On FanDuel we got them at plus one twenty six, so you know, not a huge, not a huge money winner, but you're getting, you know, plus money there. I liked what I saw against NC State on uh, on Thursday night. Um, the quarterback Fangio, Fangio, Fangio um, he's ran that. So their their offensive coordinator came over from uh, Maine University of Maine or whatever, and so that quarterback transferred with this OC. So he knows the system. I like the cut of his jib. They got a white running back that can run really good. Um, Love that. I thought the uh, the defense played up. Uh, Georgia State they've got a a pretty explosive offense, um, a, a dual threat quarterback. 
Yeah, they hung they hung 40, I think it was 45 in their first game against uh but they played Rhode Island and they gave up 35 points to Rhode Island. So, yeah. you know, the defense is not good. Their defense previously wasn't very good. Last year wasn't very good, but they could score. Um but they're also pretty turnover prone. So, I think UConn, you know, they if they can run the ball successfully and control the ball and play play good defense, not give up the big play. I think they walk out of uh, Atlanta with a win. So, cool. Huskies first win of the season, one and one. Jim Moore and the boys bring it home for us in the hot pickles. Would you say it was plus one twenty, one twenty six? Plus one twenty six. Okay, not bad. So you know, well, cool. Okay. I think I think we get back on the board, uh, do a little better this week. Um, you know, things things are going to turn up. I feel good about it. Have to There's right. A couple, yeah, a couple dicey ones, um, you know. But that's that's gambling. Though. You got you, you, if you're if you're if you're not comfortable if you're too comfortable, that's when you lose. I was a little too I was a little too uncom I was still uncomfortable last week and still lost. But you know, yeah. nothing's a sure thing in this sport. We're making yep. trying to make moves here to get back to five hundred. Exactly. All right, All man. Right. Well, I, I think go ahead. I was just gonna say. I know we talked about. Um, I was gonna have your punishment for, um, for the 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 contest here uh, for our our stickles pickles contest. Oh I, yes. I still I still have not come up with anything. I'm I'm racking my brain. You, you're an enigma. So, I'm trying. I gotta think of something that can be fully embarrassing, but also within the laws for our country. So fair enough. You're um, either going to do a 10 minute stand up spot or you're going to have to run a mile in your wife's dress. Um, 10 minutes. There, no one's going to give me 10 minutes on stage. Well, not with that attitude. I, th- I think if <laughs> we, like uh, I think we find, I think we find an open mic, a local open mic and we just pack oh it with God. our friends and family. Um, you know, Jesus I think Christ. we, uh, <laughs> I think we can do it. That so, would yeah, be- that, I gotta, I gotta find some winners. <laughs> to say that those one in five weeks can't uh, can happen anymore, brother. <laughs> I think if I, I think if I go, if I go one in five again, I think I have to get a full the 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 fade the the fade Austin movement will be in full effect. I think I might have to actually get like an actual like fade haircut or do something. Did, yeah, I, I like that. You should get the fade with like the three stripes in the side. All right, yeah, I'll get I'll get steps. In my, I'll get a fade and I'll get steps in my hair if I go one and five again. <laughs> I love that God. I love it so much. Um, All right, let's go one and five this week. No, 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 no. Once again, follow us on the socials. Um, we're on all podcast platforms now: Apple, um, Amazon, Google, your favorite podcast platform. We're on it. Spotify, as always. YouTube is coming soon. We're gonna be get, we're gonna be trying to get out clips and such as well. So we're we're gonna be expanding. Um, follow us, share, share the, um, the episodes as well. I know a lot of you guys have been reaching out to us saying you've been listening. We really appreciate the listens. Please share, share the episodes on your social medias, uh, retweet the, the, the Twitter, um, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your, tell whoever, tell a stranger. Tell a stranger, then that stranger will tell another another two strangers, then those two strangers tell another two strangers, and then we look at all the people. <laughs> look at the steeple. Yeah. Love it. So yeah, uh, keep listening, keep sharing, do all the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. Um, 
And uh, don't follow Austin's picks. Don't listen to him. Peace out, Pickle Pals. (laughs) Bye, guys.